Welcome to the Pueblo FCA podcast. Uh, we're here today. Uh, my name is Chance Rodriguez, and we're here today with uh, Morgan Dial. I'm just super excited uh, for uh, her to be able to share her testimony a little bit and uh, what God's doing in her life. Yeah. Um, hi, I'm Morgan. Um, I am a senior here at CSC Pueblo this year. Um, I've been able to work on with staff as a leadership crew for the past um, two semesters now. Um, and it's just been something that's been super encouraging and fun for me to do here uh, in a really neat way, like Chance said, to be able to share my testimony with students and athletes and meet people in a different kind of way. Yeah, Morgan's been super awesome um, here at CSU Pueblo and on our leadership team. It's uh, so exciting to see how she's reached her team and um, uh, been strong on her faith and been a big encouragement for us. Um, Morgan, I just want to start with, um, yeah, your upbringing, sports, uh, family, and uh, yeah, what? how did you come to know the Lord and, and maybe share some of your uh, the highs and the lows of your walk with uh, Jesus? Yeah, so um, I'm from Denver City, Texas. It's a small town southwest of Lubbock. Um, I have been blessed to grow up in a Christian family, generation, generational Christians. Um, and so I grew up in the church. Um, I was able to have two parents who, you know, taught me about God from the time I was a baby. I mean, through my whole life. So I've been extremely blessed with that. Um, but I can remember, um, a Wednesday night, a Sunday night, or yeah, I think it was a Wednesday night we were at church and, um, I just really felt the Lord pulling on my heart to make a decision to, you know, choose him forever. And I remember we were going through the ABCs of becoming a Christian. I was pretty young. I think I was in second or third grade. Um, but just really knowing in my heart that it was time to make a decision. Um, and it's funny because I joke with my parents. Um, I'm a pretty strong-willed person. Um, but whenever I was um, probably even younger than that, I remember one Sunday we were sitting at church and uh, they had done a um, a call to the altar at the end of the service or whatever. And my dad looked at me like, do you want to do that? And I was like, no, not yet. Like <laughs> just real like plain about it. But when my time came, you know, I really felt the Lord pulling on my heart to make a decision. And, um, yeah, so I can remember that moment clearly as anything, but then just growing up, um, trying to pursue my faith. I remember through high school trying to figure out how to do that, um, with friends, with teammates, with family. Um, but then when I got to college and really started, you know, making my faith my own and um, trying to learn um, outside of just church or outside of Wednesday nights and make it a daily thing. Um, that's when I really felt my relationship with the Lord go to a new level. Um, I went to a junior college my first two years in Western Texas Junior College in Snyder, um, and I was able to be a part of FCA there for the first time, really. We had it in high school, but it was never a regular thing, um, kind of something that was trying to be started. Um, but when I got to Snyder, they had an FCA um, organization that I was able to um, plug into there and we met on Sunday nights and we had two older couples in the community who led it so it's different than here yeah, yeah. Um, but it was a much smaller group of um, a close-knit group of college students it's really small school so there wasn't very many of us but like I said we had two um, older couples who led it and I mean just how they loved on kids and provided food and talked about God I mean that was the basis of it and um, it was really cool to just have somewhere to be that felt like home and then to have God there just made everything, you know, cohesive. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. When I got to Pueblo um, in the midst of COVID, in the midst of stay by yourself, don't meet anybody, but welcome, you know, um, I was able to find FCA that first semester here. But it was one of those things with playing basketball and uh, 
trying to be safe, of going sometimes, of not, but really getting plugged in that second semester when I was here uh, and just loving every second of it, finding a great group of friends, uh, becoming really close with Chance and Kelsey. And um, it, would be, it was definitely something that made Pueblo feel like home a lot, a lot more easy than just school and basketball. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's the kind of faith side of things, I think. Uh, as far as basketball goes, I grew up playing since probably the same time, third grade, first grade. My sister, I have an older sister, um, so when she started playing, I started playing. <laughs> we did something that was called pips. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that, no. but we would basically practice these ball handling routines with like 50 kids that were all from like first grade to fifth grade, and we would do all these crazy dribbling routines at the halftime of the high school games. And that was kind That's of my start cool. with basketball. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. And then uh, my dad was my coach growing up, so we were able to um, play in AAU tournaments and um, things like that. Um, getting recruited out of high school. I wasn't highly recruited. I had, like, two options. Um, it was a school in Oklahoma or uh, my junior college. And I'm so glad I went the junior college route because I wouldn't be here without that. Um, God has really prov provided me every step of the way and not a super planned out life, which I joke about because I like to have things in order, <laughs> but that's something he's taught me through college is I'll make a way for you, you know, and I'll show you the way you don't have to have everything figured out. So from junior college to coming here to the COVID year, having a decision to make this year, being able to stay, um, it's just been something that I've really been able to lean on him and trust that I'll be where he wants me to be. Yeah. So. That's so awesome. Yeah. And I know uh, you were talking about in COVID um, coming to FCA, not coming to FCA, and uh, we we knew like from the beginning we're like we need Morgan on the <laughs> leadership team, and so <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, we we've you've been a great big blessing for us, um, yeah, and I want to share I want you to share a little bit um, about the struggles that come with being a college college athlete, um, maybe at Denver City uh, in your hometown. Um, what the what the temptations were there, and how how the Lord used uh, different areas of your life to stay connected, um, and then I, later on, I'm going to ask a little bit about um, the the basketball, the girls' basketball huddle, and what God's been doing in that. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think the struggles that I go through are sometimes maybe just feeling separated from from my friends or from my teammates or from the groups that you know that I care about. Um, because of decisions of doing things that maybe I feel like I'm not supposed to partake in. Um, that feeling of kind of being an outsider, I think especially when you get to college, um, being a Christian is not the norm, and that's that will become clear. I grew up in a small, you know, West Texas community where everyone knows about God, everybody. Not yeah. everyone chooses to follow God, but if if you say you know God, it's not no one's going to look at you crazy. They might look at you crazy if you say you don't, you know, because right. it's just a common, I mean, it's, you know, the Bible Belt. We know yeah. about God. Right. Um, you know, and that can be good and bad. But I think, um, especially like in high school, um, n being a Christian was never something that was put me as an outcast. But I think the way I chose to live my life to be set apart in that way was definitely something that made me feel isolated at times or not fit in with the group. Um, and so I think just staying strong and knowing that God has called us to be set apart and he's called us to not be a part of that um, norm is something that has kind of led me through that of this may not be comfortable or may not be the best feeling right now when all my friends are hanging out or doing whatever, but, you know, I've been called to be set apart from the beginning if this is what I choose to say I believe in. 
Um, and then in college, I think it just goes to the next level. You throw in um, alcohol being introduced and all kinds of other things um, at an early age when those things aren't necessarily uh, legal or you know may not feel right. But just staying strong to choosing um, to stay firm in what I believe in, I think is one of the biggest testimonies because people realize very quickly, why don't you do that? <laughs> why don't you talk this way? Why don't you partake in these activities? And I think it's such a... T- testimony if we're able to stay strong as christians and not perfect by any means i'm not perfect at it Um, but if we choose to stay strong in those situations people are gonna people are gonna notice and people are gonna see and people are gonna ask you know why don't you do those things or any type of situation Mm -hmm. and it's it's an easy and immediate opportunity to point it back to the lord and this is why you know i believe in this and Mm -hmm. Um, that's been the biggest encouragement for me because even though it may not be comfortable in those times, it gives me the opportunity later to share what I believe. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, I want to, uh, I, um, I, I'm so encouraged by your story. I know in college, um, for me, I, I went to CSU Pueblo as well. I played football there and, and the parting was a struggle. Um, grew up in a Christian home and, um, but you're, yeah, you were able to se- separate yourself and choose, choose that way. And I know it's not the easiest because, yeah. you know, the majority of the team is probably doing it, um, or the majority of your friends are probably doing it. And so, um, yeah, that's huge that you're choosing that way. Um, I also wanted you to share, I know this is your senior year, um, and you're looking at making a decision here soon. Um, but yeah, and, and I know maybe, um, playing time at certain times in the season has been different. How, how would you say the Lord has been using that or what have you been learning in your in your college experience as a teammate? How do you continue to be a great teammate um, in the midst of maybe not getting as much playing time or or you are getting a, um, a great amount of um, playing time? How do you how do you remain um, a great teammate? And does that does that correlate with your relationship with the Lord? Yeah, I think it definitely goes hand in hand in the ups and downs of basketball. Um, one of the biggest things that I've been learning to do, and like I said, not perfect, definitely something I'm, you know, learning every day and trying to get better at, but through the ups and downs of basketball, leaning on God to be my constant and letting that pull me back down to, you know, where I'm supposed to be. The highs and lows of life, I think are the same way, but just with that being a more so prevalent thing of basketball in my life on a day-to-day basis of the highs and lows, Mm -hmm. You know, if I have a great day at practice, I can't be too high because it's just practice. You know, like if I have a really bad practice, get yelled at, whatever, like I can still find that constant and common ground in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that being the biggest thing with not letting my emotions be swayed or feelings up and down and letting basketball control my life, but letting God be the center of my life. And like you said, with playing time. Um, that goes up and down too. And just being able to relate to all the girls on the team, I think is something that it's blessed me with. Um, not always easy in the midst of that, but, um, being, being, I've been on both sides at this point in the season, you know, there's not one girl on the team I can't relate to because I can relate to the girls that are playing. I can relate to the girls that haven't and being able to have those closer relationships because I understand you. Um, I think is something that I wouldn't I wouldn't change. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way to not relate to uh, either group. Um, yeah. So just I think, yeah, ups and downs come, but just remaining true to what can what can steady my life, I guess. Yeah, that's huge. And how would you encourage uh, maybe a freshman? Um, I know I know you and Tori have gotten close, but. Um, as they're coming in and they're, you know, maybe a young Christian in your place that you were once in, 
how would you maybe what's a couple words that you would encourage them with, or maybe a high school senior of, Hey, they're a Christian and they're looking at what the next step is. They have an opportunity to play. How would you encourage them? Um, yeah. In their next steps, um, in their Christian walk, what to look for in college. Um, yeah. How would you, what would you say to them? I would say, um, Obviously, you want to commit yourself to the Lord to be disciplined in those ways. But I would find a friend, a mentor, someone who can keep you accountable on a daily basis or check in with you weekly. Mm. Um, How are you doing with your walk? I know when me and Kelsey started doing that, it changed a lot of things for me Mm. because it just kept me grounded. You know, I've had people and I've had like my parents and my sister in my life who, you know, are in tune with how my walk with the Lord is, but not on a weekly basis of, you know, have you been praying? Have you been reading? You know, how are you doing? What is your relationship like at this point in time? Mm. How have you seen the Lord move in your life this week? And having to answer those questions and really not even answer them, but just think about them deeply um, on a regular basis. I mean, always brings me back in touch with, um, you know, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to accomplish. And I think having somebody like that in your life, um, would be probably the biggest um, encouragement for me going forward Mm. and for those coming in um, just to have that um, consistency, but also that um, accountability. Mm. Yeah, that's huge. And I know uh, me coming to college, I had never had someone who mentored me, um, discipled me. But um, when I did come here, uh, Nate Templin, he's a Mm -hmm. pastor here in town. And I I know you go to that church, uh, Steel City and, he showed me like, Oh, that's part of the Christian life is discipleship. Yeah. And so, yeah, what a, what a great thing that the Lord has. And we, we were kind of trying to develop here at FCA here in Pueblo is that discipleship kind of mindset um, because that's what the Lord calls us to do. Right. Um, and I, yeah, I want to, I want you to share, I know this last, I think it was this last year, um, uh, a little bit about the girls basketball huddle. I know uh, people have asked me personally, like, Hey, what, you know, what's going on at CSU Pueblo? And, um, yeah, what, where did that kind of spark out of? Um, how did God lead you guys in that? And where, how would you say that it has impacted um, your team and, and has it any, opened any doors to share, um, share Christ with um, your teammates? Yeah, so um, that was something that me and Kelsey kind of had been talking about um, during the second semester of last year. We tried to start it up, I think, the whole semester, and it was just not the right timing. It wasn't it wasn't right. And so we had, I think, one meeting where we just had food and got to kind of introduce the idea right at the end of the semester. Um, but then when school started this year, we were able to kind of um, plan things out, work out the details, work out where we wanted to meet, um, and do it on a fairly regular basis about twice a month, um, according to schedules and stuff, maybe more, maybe less. Um, but it has been something that I think has just brought the team um, chemistry uh, uh, to another level for those of the girls that choose to come. Mm-hmm. And we've had girls come um, in and out. We've had girls that have come every week. And so just the opportunity to come to a place where you know you can be open and you know people care mm-hmm. um, with people that you're around every day and just in a different setting of getting to know people um, on another level, girls have come and been so open with how they're doing in life and their stories and what they've been through. Mm. Um, that, you know, it just, I think it teaches us how to love each other better, um, in the midst of that. Cause at the end of the day, yeah, we all play basketball, but we're all people too, mm. you know? And I think sometimes, especially in the midst of a season, that stuff can kind of get pushed to the side of you are a basketball player. You're my teammate. 
No, like you're also a friend and a person who's dealing with things outside of basketball every single day. And it's amazing to me because having conversations and um, opportunities to talk about the Lord with these girls, it just brings me back to that of, you know, each one of them is going through something. Every time we meet, someone's going through something. And just being able to be there and be that, um, I think, is so much bigger than basketball. And that's been something that I feel like has been kind of why I'm here. Yeah, I'm here to play basketball, but I'm here to, like, make relationships with these girls that last forever. And that's so much bigger than any four years of playing a game, you know. And just, um, like you said earlier, the highs and lows of basketball, that stuff brings me, like, it's all worth it because that's why I'm here and that's what I'm here to do. And um, I think it's been something for me, I think that's been encouraging in a way to reset um, during the week. And so I hope it's been able to be that for the girls. Um, I've heard lots of great feedback from them. Um, that they've liked it, and it's been something that they've been able to explore. Uh, We went through uh, the book of Romans, and we're still working through it. We've gone through the Lord's Prayer and broken that down. That's something we say before every game. Um, So as a team, we say it before every game, but then getting to break it down of why do we say this? What does this mean? I mean, those are things that relate because now the girls who were there for that meeting, every game, hopefully they can get something more out of that. Um, and then the book of Romans is, a, you know, <laughs> it's a good book. <laughs> it's yeah. a tough book. Um, and we're able to walk through that and walk through the hard questions that um, that book has and just be real and have honest conversations. So, yeah, that's huge. And um, yeah, what an what an opportunity to yeah go through the Lord's Prayer is something I know um, my wife is my wife is Kelsey, <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know. Um, but yeah, to be able to share that and like, oh, they, they get to think about it. You know, I remember. um when I coached as well, that we, we, sh- we said the, the Lord's prayer, but it was like, no yeah. one knows what they're talking about. You know, they're just, it's just a, another, um, that we're kind of babbling on, you know, yeah. as the scripture talks about, but, um, yeah, what a great opportunity to, br- to break that down and, and be able to see that. Um, yeah. And I, I want, uh, you don't have to share any names, but, um, could you share like maybe an impact story, I know you uh, briefly mentioned it, but what's an impact story maybe from that huddle or a conversation you've been able to have um, maybe from that, from that stemmed from the huddle or just people knowing you that you are a Christian uh, during this time, um, how uh, maybe, and again, you don't have to share names, but just an impact story. Yeah. So I can think most recently about the time when we just broke down the Lord's prayer. Um, Me and Kelsey had been talking about doing that for a while. I felt it was something that would be beneficial but before we had even introduced that topic of what we we're going to do that day, because before that, we basically just gone through Romans each time. We've been doing that for the entire semester before. Mm-hmm. Um, several of the girls, when we were going around, before we start of breaking down scripture or whatever, we just, Kelsey asked us, you know, how are you doing spiritually? How are you doing emotionally, mentally, physically? If you answer those four questions at any given time, <laughs> you're going to get real with yourself pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that each of us are able to do is just, you know, talk the group, how, how are you doing in those four areas of your life? Mm. Um, and so when we were doing that, um, when it got to the question of how are you doing, you know, emotionally, spiritually, I think a lot of that stuff is intertwined, but several of the girls just mentioned, um, about prayer, you know, Mm. I don't know how to pray. I don't know what to pray. Mm. Um, breaking down what prayer looks like. Does it have to be, um, super casual? I mean, can it be casual serious you know what does it have to look like what can it look like and right after that is whenever we broke down the lord's prayer of this is a you know framework for prayer um it's a good base to go off of but we just talked about how prayer um is a way to talk to the god of the universe um 
you can have conversations with him whenever we want. And I think one of the things that we broke down is there has to be reverence there um, for the God of the universe. Um, but he's also a friend mm-hmm. and being able to approach him in both ways and the freedom to have conversations and just tell him how you're feeling and tell him what you care about. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he wants to hear that. He wants to hear from us and just breaking it down in that way. Um, I hope was helpful for the girls, but I think prayer has been one of the biggest things. And then just um, some of the other um, outreaches I think that we've had from going through stuff is just how to do, how how to read the Bible. And so when we're going through Romans, yeah, we're reading the scripture, um, but it's breaking it down in a way that hopefully can be replicated on a daily basis whenever you know we read on our own. Mm. And so just those fundamentals of how do I pray, how do I read scripture, those are things that I think, uh, for me, I grew up doing, but how do you do it on your own when someone's not walking you through it? And so just teaching foundational um, things like that can hopefully be something that these girls take away and have for the rest of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that. That's really what has impacted my life is after I learned how to study the scripture, like it totally changed my life. And there's different disciplines that you guys are able to just walk through. And I think the biggest uh, importance that highlighted to me is like, yeah, you get to check in about how are you doing mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and often we don't get a, we don't have someone asking us that question, yeah. you know? And I think um, that's, that's the cool, the awesome thing about our relationship with the Lord is that he's a relational God, you know, he, yeah. he wants to have, he wants to know how we're doing and be real with him. You know, we're not, uh, perfect as you were talking about, but Jesus is perfect and he, he took our place because he is perfect and we would never, uh, we would never match up to his greatness and his holiness. And so, yeah, that's, that's super encouraging. And, uh, one last question before we wrap up, I want to ask you, um, for a Christian who's on a team, um, why would you encourage them to maybe look at starting a huddle on their team? Um, and, and how, how would you encourage them to do that? Um, yeah, so I think for the reasons I think it would be a good thing, a lot of the stuff we just talked about as far as being able to have conversations, grow relationships with um, teammates, um, but it's also just a place where I kind of mentioned it earlier, whether the girls come consistently or not, I hope they know if they were to come at any given time that they would be welcome, that... Um, that they would have a safe place to talk about how they're doing and that 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 information stays in a safe place regardless of who's there. Mm. Um, And it's just a place where um, hopefully they can feel God's love um, because that's that's what we're trying to share. You know, we we care about you as a person because God cares about you and he loves you so much um, that um, having a place to be able to come and share how you're doing and, you know, talk to other people honestly um, I think is a great place especially in sports that isn't provided a lot um we have friends we have family but like you said how often are people asking you those four questions that are so real and so prevalent and something that we should all probably ask ourselves more often you know um but yeah uh to go about doing that I think it's possible to do it um within the team but I think it's been helpful to have someone like Kelsey Mm. who kind of facilitates it um, so if you could find a mentor, someone you trust, someone who you know is um, sound in their faith mm-hmm. to help lead that, I just think from the organizational aspect of uh, 
it's so easy for me to get wrapped up in basketball too. Um, for her to be like, oh yeah, it's been two weeks. You know, what do, when do you want to meet this week? And just kind of have that schedule um, and what we want to talk about. Be able to have people like she provides food so often. I know the girls appreciate that so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope that answers that question. Uh, yeah. She's she's been a big part of getting that started up, but um, it's not something that's been too hard to do as well. So I think mm-hmm. anyone who's feeling the calling to do that, I think if like we've talked about the goal at at CSU Pueblo is to have one on every sports team. Yeah. I mean the the movement that God has the potential to do um already, but if we have that on every sports team, um I think it would be something that'd be really cool. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I I think uh I just am reminded how busy athletes are and so it is nice to have that facilitator who yeah. you know can be working on those things and um, yeah, it's it's such a blessing to see what God has done through the basketball team, and and really you you have started the legacy of of what we really desire a, a huddle to look like. Um, I know there's been many huddles, and I've I've been a, a, a part of a few, but the depth that this one has been able to go is just so awesome. And and uh, yeah, just glory be to God for what He's been doing, and and thank you for your faithfulness as well. Um, and yeah, we just want to encourage, um, any, um, coaches, athletes out there who are walking with the Lord, um, to, yeah. How can you reach your teammates? Uh, how can you reach, um, the, your team? And, um, also, yeah, we want to share if you're not a believer, it's okay, uh, to come, come by and, and check us out. Um, it's okay, uh, to hear, to come and listen and, and you may not believe, but, uh, we want to share the hope um, inside of uh, inside inside of us that we have, um, and so I'm going to end uh, just with the simple gospel um, that God created us. We rebelled, um, and uh, yeah, we sinned, and that separated us from God, and we were deserving of death. It says, uh, for, uh, "The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is um, eternal life through Jesus Christ." And so. All you have to do is turn from your sins and believe in him, and you can have that relationship that Morgan had talked about today. And so, yeah, we want to thank um, all the donors as well who who allow us, allow myself and Mariah Green, uh, Mariah and Goga now uh, to do this um, full-time as well and to be able to reach uh, coaches and athletes like uh, Morgan and to be able to see them reach their teammates. Uh, we want to thank you. Uh, yeah you can check us out uh we just um um great greater pueblo fca on we just created a greater pueblo fca page on facebook and then csu pueblo fca also has a uh, a facebook and an instagram um so csu pueblo underscore fca and you can find us there and follow um we're trying to be better at it uh, on posting things there, um, but and we hope to do more of these testimonies um, of local people, uh, local coaches and athletes who are being impacted by the Lord and making an impact as well. Um, yeah, so that's where you can find us. Um, also, if you're interested in being in, uh, getting involved, uh, please uh, reach out to myself. Uh, you can contact me through email at c. R-O-D-R-I-Q-U-E-Z at F-C-A dot org. Uh, and also uh, my phone number, 
we hope that you have a great day um, and keep competing uh, for the Lord.